This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard. Alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. G'day, everybody. Dale Roots is here. He is. He's back. Back in a big way. All pigskinned out, and we're back for uh, some National Rugby League chat. That's why most of you are here, primarily. I mean, sorry, actually, no, probably secondary to food chat is, is rugby league chat. But um, I mean, that's a, that's a good order of yeah, business. Yeah, exactly. But uh, with um with the season just a couple of weeks away, uh, the, 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 the new cycle's really started to heat up again. We've got a fair bit to talk about this week. Plus, we'll delve into a couple of things that each of us would like to see happen this year, some sort of hypothetical scenarios for later in the season. Um, so, yeah, let's not waste any time. Let's get straight into it. Uh, starting in the nation's capital, uh, uh, Ricky Stewart hasn't shown... Any sympathy for Corey Howard and I and Corey Horsburgh, the pair were caught drink driving over the holiday period uh, and have been uh, stood down. Uh, Dale, this is obviously a club close to your heart. Um, <laughs> uh, you're a notable <laughs> drink driver. Uh, yes. <laughs> More than you know. Anyway, <laughs> plead the fifth on that, Your Honour. Um, good call. Like, you know, drink driving is pretty insidious and is not a very good thing. Good for them. Good on them for kicking their ass. I mean, we've we all know the stories about former Raiders players drink driving and other former Raiders players throwing moisturizer. Well, why was people? there no air guard involved in this one? That's what I want Well, know. that to me yeah. is the real question. I mean, uh, surely you just, you just drink the air guard and you get out of the breath test. That's the real, you know, that's the real question for me, but yeah, good on him. Yeah, you know, the- you've got to, you've got to lead by example. That's one thing that the Raiders have done very well recently is create a culture that where actions lead by, you know, actions allowed on the words. And if they're not willing to kind of back that up, then there's no point in it being there. Yeah. At least it was like not Papali again this time. What he's got the moisturizer incident and the other one when he called the cops on himself. Look, not, not, not the smartest one. That's why he's in the boxing ring next week and not, any of the oh, God, uh, more intelligent I, I, players. I saw a photo of that today. Good friend of the podcast, Chris Gary, is up there reporting on it. And he put a yeah. photo of all them lined up. I just could not give a shit. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, this is whatever. They're all lined up, but it's like, you know, you got like, oh, yeah, Matty Bowen holding a fist up. Like, oh, I can't, I'm real scared of that one. That's a real. <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm hyped for Matty Bowen. It's like, yeah. Who's he fight? fighting? Craig Gower? Yeah, I don't know. The photo had like. Papali looks thinner. Ben Hannett looks in shape, but yeah, it's like I don't. I want to see Craig Gower fight David Gallup. Okay. Why? Um, the Dalliam. Yep. Okay. The winner gets the Dalliam. So David Gallup could be the 2003 Dalliam winner if he wins Ooh, this fight. Imagine. I mean, he's got him for reach. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. Um. Other news. Uh. Mitchell Payne Haas has been handed a $50,000 fine and a three-game suspension over that uh, verbal abuse of police that we spoke about last week. Yeah, I was actually surprised at that, how harsh it was, the uh, the three games. But, yeah, I mean, what was going to happen? He ended up pleading guilty. Something was going to happen. Yeah. Happy to, I'll see him in round four. I just, yeah, I don't know. I just can't muster the energy to care about this incident. I just can't. <laughs> Fair mm. enough. Um, do you care more or less about that than you do about Andrew McCulloch uh, being released to go to the Dragons? Uh, I've got takes. Here. I'm off. See yeah. ya. This this is a funny one because like like Brisbane don't, didn't want to let him go. They legitimately he was going to start round one at hooker, and it was legitimately in the battle to be the captain for this year. One of the last few candidates left there. Um, you know, there's a bit of a lack of faith in 
Jake Turpin's ability to play the full 80. And, he, and he's shown that he's been brittle in the past as well. And McCulloch, you know, true or not, they believe he can defend well. And all those garbage things on paper that make people drawn to Andrew McCulloch that don't exist anymore on the field are still there, if you get me. You know, leader, good defender, all that garbage, knows what he's got to do on the field, whatever. They wanted to keep him, but they actually had no interest in extending him to next year. So they ended up losing that battle on compassionate grounds because the Dragons offered him a, a few-year deal. But it's just a, it's bizarre that this guy, that nobody wanted him last year. Like, he's only back at Brisbane because he had a player option left this year and he went to the Knights. He couldn't get a deal for this year. So he's only back at Brisbane for that reason. And now he's found himself going to, like, the Dragons for, what, three years, 500K a year or so for the money that McInnes is getting at the Sharks. It's just, it's unbelievable. And, like, Griffin has come in there. And for that to be the start of your legacy, punting Cam mm-hmm. McInnes using an Israel Folau diversion and then bringing Andrew McCulloch as a nine. It's it's not a great start. And I did mention, we all spoke about this, I didn't think Mary's as bad of a coach as he was made out to be. He was in a bad situation last year. I think everyone who wanted him out is going to start feeling in the next couple of weeks that it's not a bright future the next, you know, the next few years for the Dragons. It's still not. Yeah, they've made a few. I mean, howlers would be kind. Um but I mean, if you put the if you put the McInnes thing to one side, which is tough to do in this situation, but if you put that to one side and you and you look at the options that they would now potentially have at hooker, it's old Andrew McCulloch or I like I think Ben Hunt is a serviceable hooker. I like he's fine. He's not going to win you the comp, but like that's obviously not where the club is at the moment. Um, but. I, yeah. I think you can it, win a comp with Ben Hunt at hooker. I think you can. I mean, better. in the in the rest yeah. of it, in that team. Probably is not, more my point. Well, yeah, yeah, but would you put, would you wouldn't you rather have him at halfback anyway? Uh, ben Hunt. Yeah, I mean, as long as he's floating around and getting his hand on the ball, I mean, I'd rather him have his hand on the ball than Andrew McCulloch in my team. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah, and, but it has left a hole for Brisbane though. Because genuine concern is there that you know Turpin's not reliable to play eighty a week. They don't really rate Corey Pakes like they did in the past. And who knows if he goes the other way in the Billy Walters deal? That's still to be confirmed. So he might end up in a situation they've got. Turpin, Pakes, Billy Walters. They've still got Isaac Luke there on a train and trial, but he's so busted that he's obviously still on a train and trial and he can't even train every day of the week. That's how old and busted he is. Uh, and then, yeah, there's guys on the market like a Danny Levi or a Nathan Peets. They don't really fill you with hope. But I think the main point is, as a Brisbane fan, I'm happy with this because I don't want to see any Ricardo in a Broncos jersey again. I've seen it. Mm. I don't expect a lot this year. It's to be better, but I don't expect them to, to Beat, beat the world, but the thing that McCulloch does is that five six hundred k of salary cap he frees up. They'll be able to, and they'll be looking to front load that in guys like a Coates, a Deard, and, and a Stags. Like mm. they can front load two hundred k each on all three of those guys. It's good business by them for the first time in a while. Yeah, you know, so I, that's that's what they'll be looking to do with it most likely. And maybe they'll get a Pete's or a Levi on hundred k one fifty. Not great, but I'd rather them on that money than McCulloch on six hundred. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Well, it, speaking it does, of Katani, sorry to jump in, Pungo, but it does, it does. Sorry, I find it interesting that they're they're clearly not willing to go with Turpin for like fifty or sixty minutes every week. I know that he breaks down, but like he's young. You've kind of got you've got to blood them eventually. Like they've got uh, to. If I don't know, he's not that young either, though. But he's like mid twenties. Well, I mean, he's inexperienced. More, more to my point, yeah. but 
you know, like he's got, they've got to get somebody in there eventually. And if you play, play him and Pakes or him and McCulloch or like, it's kind of six of one and half a dozen of the other, someone's got to play. Um, but as you say, I'd rather have, for example, Levi and Turpin or Pete's and Turpin than, you know, even if Pete's and Levi only play 15 minutes a week, at least you're kind of getting, getting the bloke out there. Yeah. Who's who they think is the future. Well, the worry isn't that, you know, he can't play 60 minutes. The worry is that he can't hold up over here. And he's proven that so far in his career. He pretty much hasn't stayed fully fit for a year. Yeah. Um, but I, I was of the belief, like, Turpin was overrated for a while by Broncos fans because he just looked better than McCulloch did when he played. Yeah. But I, I'm always of the belief that the future Broncos hooker isn't on this roster. And the guy who's playing with them last next year isn't Turpin, Pakes, Billy Walters. It'll, it'll probably be somebody else. Whoever that mm. is, I don't know. But, I, you know, you do know that, that Kevy's got to be texting cam calling cam every other day at the moment cam's like mate look what are you doing i've all of a sudden got some money <laughs> you know what's going on he's definitely got his he's put his number on the block list surely that'd be cool yeah, can you put you. a number on a block list on like a nokia 3315 uh, maybe i'm just interested you know I, no one knows what cam smith's doing and i've always respected about cam he doesn't talk to the media you know they they can't back something in one hand and get news from him on, from him on the other but i'm interested to see with him not officially retiring, if he hasn't got a club by round one, really key, maybe what happens five rounds in? Does he get interested? Does he mm. look at a club that maybe there's an injury at, you know, even the Titans or somewhere you can get play hooker? Like, who knows? It most likely be Southeast Queensland, so one of those two clubs. But yeah, without him being officially retired, who knows? Are we going to see a photo of Cam Smith in front of the, in front of the private jet like we did Jared Hone? <laughs> <laughs> well, the other part is like, you know, we all like to bash Isaac Moses, but Isaac Moses is like Ken Smith guy. His rise, Moses' rise, was alongside Ken Smith. And he's a band player agent. We all know his influence isn't going anywhere, though. He's going to be pulling the strings at his other mates. Mm. But that's that also is a bit of a factor there that Moses can't really negotiate officially on his behalf now anyway. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. But I, I'd love to see him at Brisbane now. Obviously, that's a stupid thing to even confirm, but... <laughs> Local Broncos fan wants greatest player to ever play rugby league at his club. Huge. No, no. It's a big take. Ages it 4 is. through 12. Um, but Katoni Stags might not be there from 2020, uh, 2021 or 2022 onwards. I'm sorry. With uh, attracting interest from the Titans, the Bulldogs, and the Eels. Uh, how much do you read into this, Mitch? Are you worried at all? I just don't care about play rumors. This is a terrible thing to say on an NRL podcast, but it's like... Every single time a player before they resign, they're linked elsewhere. If they're half decent, even the Latrell Mitchell stuff right that was, now. Latrell to the Broncos was fucking hilarious. It's a great laugh. Like the Broncos are always throwing up. They, for they couldn't use they couldn't use the Roosters as the leverage for South, so they had yeah. to go elsewhere. Well, they couldn't go exactly right, and there is zero percent chance he's not at South this like next year. To me, yeah, exactly. Just, I saw that story and laughed. Yeah, I know. He's just talking about the length of the deal. He wanted his way, which you probably end up getting. But it's just, it's just, you know, the Titans one, it did happen for Feeder now. They've taken someone, but every year that's like the first one for a Broncos player. Oh, they'll just go down the road and then maybe the Roosters comes out. We might lose him. We might not. He's not a Broncos lad. He's not from Brisbane. We might lose him. I don't want to lose him, but I'm not going to lose sleep over it either. You know, it's just, we've lost so many good players over the last couple of years. What the fuck's another one? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, and what, I'd love him to stay, but yeah. One of the best you ever lost, Carmichael Hunt, uh, is back uh, playing uh, with South Logan in the Q Cup and uh, City Sights in a coaching career as well. Him being 34 is depressing. Man, I know. 
I was having this thought the other day. Uh, I was looking up. I, I saw all those stories about like uh, it was a story about like Queensland's best ever halfback, and I was looking up Queensland wingers, and then I saw like Lottie Takiri only played what was it two or four Origin games, and then I looked when they were, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Like him being 34. Uh, you know, you have that moment <laughs> when you become your father. Yeah, man, people are getting old these days, aren't they? Yeah, I know, yeah. right? I mean, um, it'd be it'd be cool. I'd love. I mean, it, it's almost yeah. like you know, it's one percent to happen. But fuck, it'd be cool if he we saw him in the NRL again. But I mean, even like if we if we saw him going around the traps, like you know, in in a coaching gig, like a like a one of the junior coaching, but like a, a a gig at say Brisbane, like coaching at their academy, or, or you know, just putting the putting the cones out for Kevy, like. It, that it'd just be cool to see him back around the traps and you know have that story of kind of him coming full circle to come back to Brisbane, um, whether he plays or not. But like, I, I think it's just great that he's back in the game. Yeah, I, I th- he's trying to coach at the South Logan. He'll be doing coaching part time while playing. Interesting team there, though. Like, like Kevin Locke is currently training there as well. A couple of boom rookies could link up there. I don't think. Carmichael plays NRL this year. It'd be have to be he'd have to have some amazing form at, at South Logan. Plus, something has to go wrong at a club. But oh, you watch enough Queensland Cup that I'll see him anyway. So there, there'll be you a do, game a year on TV. South anyway, Magpies so. feed into. They're they're a Broncos feeder, but okay. like you have to be Broncos mm. contract. Oh no, they've changed. They're changing the rules again, aren't they? Whatever those rules change every year. The, the rules mm. is, but I'm just keen to see him play some league again. I mean, he's he's 34, but he's been playing what since he was 17. So can't wait to see him 34. clear someone out in the ruck. <laughs> it's, it is just weird seeing like he there was so much hype about Carmichael, Carmichael for me at least like 15 years ago and now he's coming back and no one really gives a shit yeah <laughs> oh, no, that, God, that's true it'd be yeah. cool he came back um this is uh kind of a funny one uh nathan uh ivan cleary i always do that ivan cleary has uh advocated for the introduction of a trade window to better regulate the player market uh, believing the existing free-for-all system is messy creates confusion for players and fans Wonder why he's saying that now. Mm. You stupid, stupid motherfuckers, Penrith. <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers. Nobody keeps anybody together. Oh, Jerome Luai's interview was great. Oh man, I took money and my friends had to leave. What? <laughs> it's like, what do you hang think on, happened? Hang on. I don't understand the le- the concept of a flat limit on yeah, the amount of money. What's I a cap? Took, I took more money and somebody had to leave. Yeah. Look, I'm not a maths guy. I thought a cap more was money what, should yeah. mean more money for everyone, right? I thought a cap's what me and Nathan popped when the girls on TikTok came round. <laughs> like, mate, like what? Like I love the like the lack of awareness. No one's ever kept the team together the last like 10, 10 20 years in NRL with the salary cap. Even the good mm. teams, you keep a call and the rest rotate. But it was so weird they were keeping the boys together. They didn't even make it to the next round one. No, I know. <laughs> and they're, just, they're shocked. And, oh, and, you know, in the shop, Matt Burton wants to leave early now too. What's going on? It's like, well, you thought 30 players are just going to stay there. <laughs> like, yeah. Be backups. It's, um, you, you mentioned Burton there. That's, that's, that's an interesting one. I mean, how do, you, how do you guys feel about the Bulldogs apparently rejecting a player swap where Dylan Napa would go to Penrith this year and they would get Matt Burton now? Do you think that was the right thing to do? Do you think their middle could have sustained losing Napa this year? I think they need Dylan Napa as much as, you know, I don't rate Napa. I don't think they have very good middle forwards. Mm. And I think they need him. And that's just Penrith taking the piss a little too. But like 
that that thing like how Penrith want to oh no we want to keep Burton and play him at center. It's like no wonder he wants to leave. You're not doing him a favor. They act like they're doing good by him. Like, oh, he's going to play. It's like, well, that guy wants to play in the halves. He's getting paid to play in the halves next yeah. year. They just want to spend a year at fucking center. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I, I obviously wouldn't have traded him. What Bulldogs did either. But it does feel like that one. Maybe it's a, a matter of time. He's always a matter of time when. It gets this agitated, if you get me, you know, when it was yeah. like Jairo signed for South, it was killed pretty early that he wasn't going. This one seems to be going to keep dragging on until it mm. happens. And it's, it's not every day that we kind of hear about a team, like that we hear a, a rejection of an offer like this, like so well publicized as we have with with this one. Usually these kind of things happen in the background. They kind of make the deal before we hear, obviously before we hear about it, unless the ITKs are kind of in there working their magic. But like, it's it's interesting that we heard about this rejection so early on in the process, I feel. Um, and also just that the Bulldogs who have been absolutely killing it in the trade window have rejected somebody and been like, no, no, I think we want to keep this guy. We're actually going to use him. We could do with some big forwards. Anyway, hot take. Um, do we think that Nathan Cleary would have been impressed with the halftime show at the Super Bowl? <laughs> um, I actually didn't see a second of the halftime show. There was those three was darts at the bar I was at, so we went it was pretty good. Darts at halftime. Th- like I cigarettes, just at a child, or no? Anyway, fair enough. <laughs> no, All right. No, no. Um, Shane Flanagan could be a head coach as early as this season. Um, so that, that last thing, by the way, I actually agree with what, Nate, what Ivan Cleary is saying. There should so be I, windows. But it's but, just funny that he's mm. saying it now. But he's mm. like king self-interest. I won't listen to your opinion on the whole game ever. Like just yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, Shane Flanagan could be back in there all this year. Apparently, Peter Valendis is uh, open to the idea of uh, Shane Flanagan being able to take a head coaching role if it were to come up. Now, look, I don't advocate Morris. for violence a lot. But this idea should be punched. Well, I mean, he face. was only what he was only banned until next year anyway, right? So it's not that big well, a deal. And I wasn't it indefinite. I thought it was till twenty twenty two. No, it was for four years, wasn't uh, it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So look, I don't think, and I know this is silly because he's currently employed by my club, but like, no, it's mm. the thin end of the wedge. You have they have to stand. I by mean, this. Uh, he's, no, he's not at your club anymore, isn't he? He's, sorry, he's no he was in, employed yeah. by my club. Yeah. Um, but it's the thin end of the wedge for me. I don't yeah. think that they can let him coach. I, I don't know. Because, because, if you let him, because if you let him coach and then you have a player who's a drug cheat, then you let them come back. Yeah, but they do, let, they do let them come they back. They do it all the, time. Mm. all the time. And also, like again, he's only banned until... No, I just looked it up. He's only banned until November this year. Well, he can so coach at, worst, at worst, it would be bringing it forward like five months, six months. This is one of the things too. People are really mad about it. It's like, are you that People actually that mad? People got extremely mad Are you actually it? that mad? Like he's, he said, his band's going to end anyway. Like, are you actually that mad? Like, you know, he's he's a grub. What he did was mm. cheating isn't good. All those things, whatever. But like, come on. Are you that mad? I don't care if he comes back. I feel sorry for John Morris that it's like so obvious the Sharks isn't let him back again. <laughs> but if he Poor was guy. announced the Broncos coach, I'd be happy with it. I don't care what anyone says. He's a good coach. And yeah, he might push the boundaries to win, but that's, isn't that the fucking point? I know they cheated. I, I mean, there's pushing still the boundaries, isn't this cheating? cheating. Yeah, but they, yeah. they can't take his ring back, did they? He still no, got his ring. That's true. You that's right. Come. They were like, oh, yep, Cronulla cheated in 2014, 2015, 2017, 2018. Yep. What about 2016? No, no, no. Come up, Brisbane, bring your needles, cheat. We'll get a premiership in four years, and then whatever. I don't care. Yep, fair enough. Queensland government just makes all those drugs legal. Happy days. We're on a winner. I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm putting on my best James Hooper here, but the faux outrage. 
<laughs> there over, is over a lot of faux outrage in sport in general, and this is probably a pretty good example of it. I will say that. Um, just hate the haters, the haters in the in the rugby league community. They're they're sick. You're it's one of them. You just said you didn't want him back. It's a joke, Bungard. It's a joke. No, my my point is more that he, he should serve his time. But look, yeah, which again, I I just can't bring myself to care that strongly either way. Um, and yeah. I, I know you have your opinion, Dale, but you're not going to like storm out of the game if they bring him back early. I'm never coming back. This exactly. It's an insult. <laughs> I, what I do I find men were men and people served their drug bans. <laughs> what I find dumb is the justification of, oh, well, you know, there might not be a job available for him next year. It's like, who cares? Oh, please. Just who say that him back. Exactly. Like, He's just, like 50. I know. Up. It's like you, the game doesn't owe him that. Or never like that part when we hear that. But yeah, he's... Only banded November twenty was November first this year. I didn't know that Bungard, so thanks for that. So like, yeah, what's the difference? Yeah, oh, he'll come sure. back in August. Oh. Yep. <laughs> uh, Lachlan Fitzgibbon set to miss the start of the season after having uh, shoulder surgery. Um, Carrying the nights, mate. It's been tough. Uh, can hit a line. Give him that. Um, <laughs> I, I got nothing else to say. That was yeah, good. I mean, that's, that's no, news. I mean, he's just he's a good line runner. I wasn't, that wasn't a double entendre. Oh, I really yeah. hoped it was. I Sorry. hoped he had inside information. No, I got nothing. I apologize. No. Great um, before we get on to um, sort of the rest of the show, we're going to talk about some things we want to see happen this year. We do mm. have some housekeeping issues. Well, issues. not issues. Uh, issues, probably the wrong word. Some housekeeping uh, things uh, to talk about. So obviously a lot of you have supported us on Patreon over the past uh, uh was it since, I guess, was it March last year we, we opened the Patreon, I think, for the first time? Actually, I'm just opening it now. Yeah, it was about March last year, and we, we can't thank you enough. We also feel like we're not giving you enough bang for your buck. So um, we've got a few things in the, in the pipeline this year. We will have more uh, exclusive podcasts just for people on Patreon. We've done a few of those, but we will we'll endeavor to definitely bring you more of those this year as well as uh, we've, we've opened up a Discord server as well, um, which we will just only be available to patrons where we'll you know we just talk about footy and and other things whenever whenever you know during the week whatever during the games whatever if you guys have any footy questions we just want to talk about anything we've got a few sub channels in there so we'll start um sending the link out to everyone on patreon uh this week at some point um we've got we'll have some merch stuff coming in the in the near future as well and also obviously we will be doing a few more uh watch alongs and things like that as the season progresses so um Watch this space. And if you do want to be a part of that, of course, go to patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. Um, we're really looking to step up the content this year and we wouldn't be able to do that without you guys. So if you do enjoy the show and if you're listening to it, I really hope you do enjoy it. Otherwise, what, what are you doing? Um, and that is, yeah. So even if it's just a couple of bucks a week, we're very, very, very thankful for the support that everybody gives us. Um, and on that note, I will give a quick shout out to all the people in the top two tiers on our Patreon subscription. Um, and they are Bert Andrews, Carlo Tyson, Dave, Leon, an anonymous backer, Ben Wallace, Morgan Watkins, Josh Brandon, Maddie Jenkins, Thor Laycock, Jace G, Old Mama Bear, Tom Hardy, Jason, Wayne Ritchie, Simo, Ty, Roxanne Clark, Michael Murray, Maddie McPee, Harvey G, Dan Cullinane, Never Trendy, and Frankie. Thank you so much for your continued support. And to everybody in the two uh, the tiers underneath that as well, thank you for your support as well. We wouldn't be doing this stuff without you. You guys have anything to say about about the the, the patrons and about the future before we move on? 
No, I just think it's mainly we didn't expect so much uptake last year. So we didn't really mm. know what we were going to commit to. And we hadn't done a Patreon package. And I didn't want to just do what everybody else does. And I know Discord's a common one. But yeah, essentially, we don't want to do a Discord, get off the cesspool that is Twitter sometimes. And I'll have my Broncos gronking on Discord with you guys, some private chats there. And then maybe we'll end up doing, you know, more question time. Who knows? Question time might go in there in the future. But what we will be doing, we're not going to ask answer everyone's questions from Twitter anymore. People on Patreon, they pay us and support us. You'll get answered. Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Yep. We'll just pick some out. That, that's yep. so if and you that, want to get that question is, answered, go to Patreon. And that's not that's not just like a move to get us more patrons. It is literally we're just getting too many questions and we just simply don't have time to answer them all. So if you want to ensure that your questions are ready out, uh, get on to Patreon for as little as $2 a month. Come on. Hmm. And, oh, we're work- and I'm working on, I just haven't figured it out yet. And I've been in discussion with some merchants and by merchants, I mean my sister and some other production companies <laughs> about um, producing some merch options. And essentially we'll do something like, you know, you three months subscription, you probably get like a, you know, a, a beer koozie, you know, a, <laughs> a stubby holder with us on it or our branding on it, something similar, maybe or with Lincoln not with us on it. On it. Oh, but probably, yeah. But that, those, over some time, you know, maybe after six months, you get a hoodie, that kind of stuff. That's what we're looking mm. at doing. Or maybe I definitely want to do, I've actually got, when you sign up, I've got uh, the Super Lay Lua Bros stickers. Yeah. Probably be a sign up bonus because they don't cost me too much. So things like that we're looking at doing. And then, yeah, more, more podcasts that aren't on the main feed. And you've guys probably seen if you're on Patreon the last month or two, We've dropped some solo pods and other similar things. So you probably get some more of those and we'll try and refine that offering and give you guys a bit more bang for your buck outside of the, the main offering. And yeah, the other thing too, and we, we are looking at just putting more podcasts on the feed. Yeah. So that could be you know, not just boom rookie and boom rookies. It might be something else with a different title. We haven't fully figured that out. No, but you but might it, be seeing more pods on the feed. You will be getting more podcasts of, of a certain variety on the feed. And, um, it, we will we will be endeavouring to bring you daily uploads in the couple of weeks before the season starts. We'll be we're going to sort of um, break each team's season preview into its own separate podcast. So you'll be getting, and we'll probably aim to drop those Monday to Friday over over three weeks, and just do two on one day. So you get sixteen mm. pods over over three weeks. There, you so. could do two half teams. So like two the Broncos teams. and the, the Dragons, that they can just have, they can be oh, so the Dragons can be part of a joint venture. Yeah. Just. Fucking pleased with that. All right, yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> I'm assuming we're not going to we're not going to do South South previews for two years then. Yeah, we, <laughs> he's, got he's hit back. Oof, got him. Fucking hell, it's, it's all it's heating up. It's heating Actually, up. it's heating up. I don't have my fan on because it, it makes too much noise in the background. Yeah. I'm sweating. As opposed to your NB. <laughs> well, yeah. Look, I can fi- I can control some things, Dale. I can't control others. Like that thing I could easily control, but choose not to. <laughs> okay um so this is like a little fun thing we wanted to talk about um just um we we're, we've i've asked the other fellas yesterday just to bring in two things we want to see from this 2021 season they don't have to be about your club neither of mine are about my club actually but uh we figured we'd just do a couple each spitball them and then um, when we get to your questions and stuff later on uh, we've asked you guys to sort of throw some out there as well that we can talk about if they're if they're funny or if they're interesting so um yeah I'll, I'll get us i'll get the ball rolling i'd like to see the north queensland cowboys under rookie coach todd payton return to the finals uh with with, with a roster that has underperformed worse than any other club in the league i think in the past few years interesting so i think todd payton is the next great rugby league coach oh i think he is and hmm. i I had actually thought about putting, I don't want to put a Cowboys taker. I had thought about what you were talking about, Todd Payton, but similar things, even today, if you saw Bungo, speaking about Jason Tamalolo's role, and just he just speaks 
you know, to me. He speaks my level of footy, understands the game, but he's talk, he's talking about like he's actually got to trim his minutes back a little, make him play harder because he's noticed, you know, in those long minutes, you guys might not notice it, but he's cutting some corners that are impacting the rest of the team, that kind of stuff. And, you know, he's out there calling out essentially the best the, the best in forward the in the world, <laughs> potentially the best forward that of our lifetimes. I don't know, mate. That's, he can't offload like Big Arty. Yeah, but that's what a good coach does. He's gone in there and, you know, he's not just accepted Talmai is just good. He wants Talmai to be better. And we saw how well he spoke as a Warriors coach. His decision-making that whole time seemed good. And how strong he spoke. Like when he took over from Stephen Kearney, it was one of the very few times I heard genuine empathy and, and uh, what I say, empathy for the guys replacing, but seemed like it actually meant something. So I'm with you. I feel like he's going to bring a vibe back there. He's been there in the past, bring a vibe back. And I think that's, he's going to turn that club around. Yeah. Great. Well, uh, what would you like to see from 2021? Dale, you want to go first? Cause people are probably going to guess mine. You could have, there's 15 other clubs you could have chosen and yet you chose, and, and yet. yet you chose two about the Broncos and yet, no, no, no. which, which clubs no, you all want about? Uh, okay. So uh, my, the thing that I want to see this year is Kevin Walters win coach of the year as the Broncos come ninth. You had to know he was going to pick at least one Broncos thing. Uh, and yet you still that. chose a Broncos thing. It felt so delicious. And Admittedly, this wonderful. is a very funny Broncos thing. Mitch, yeah. would your head explode if Kevin Walters won coach of the year? No. <laughs> I'm going to save my Broncos takes for the, the when I talk about the Broncos. But uh, his if... prediction isn't far, isn't far off mine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. The coach of the... Well, not prediction, sorry. Storyline I'd like to see, but coach I just like to po- I'd just like to point out that in the uh, in the organizing of this podcast, <laughs> everyone free tomorrow, uh, just bring two things you'd like to see in advance. I suggest mine. Okay, everyone but Dale free tomorrow for a minute. <laughs> That's what I did say. Everyone but Dale free tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, I was free. That's also what we're bringing into this year's podcast. We're bringing in suspensions. So we're bringing, I'm, I'm just we're bringing gonna... in fines. <laughs> yeah. 10% of uh, your, the, your your weekly podcast. We're bringing the podcast in disrespe- into disrepute. disrepute. That's your first warning. Okay. You get two, yeah. we'll have to get grade, a, grade one, clearly. we we'll have to get a score system going. Mm. Um, I just want to know, Dale, what can happen for him to not make the finals but become coach of the year? <laughs> like, are we talking like he Hunt must... plays for the Broncos. He must have to go for like the... Injury crisis where like he's playing or everyone <laughs> yes. with the last name Walters is playing All and they the scrap it tonight. Playing. Um, Kerrod's playing. Kerrod's playing. Billy's yep. playing. Um, Trevor Gilmeister's back. Uh, South's hooker from the 1950s. Elwyn Walters is playing. Uh, is Alfie has made a stunning return from a holiday in London um, to to play at halfback. Uh, yeah, look, injury crisis. Um, yes. Uh, Elwin Walters is still alive, by the way. 77. He was known oh. for his tough hooker play and uncompromising defense. So another hooker. There you go. Yeah, so we've got go. a backup. So he can, can play 20 minutes. Can tackle at least. It's fine. Mm-hmm. He's got three <laughs> hookers in this rotation. Can he play it's in the fine. halves? Um, yeah, it, it, it does take... I just... I don't know because like... But sometimes you get like bullshit sympathy votes for shit teams like the Warriors last year with Peyton... Um, they they didn't make the finals, but obviously those ex, those circumstances were so extenuating that you could have feasibly made a case. I still thought it was obviously um, Ivan Cleary's award to lose last year, and that was thankfully proven correct. But um, the Broncos are such a traditional mega power, and I know they sucked last year, but I just can't see a world where like Kevy drags them to like ten and fourteen, and that's enough for everyone to turn around and go, "Yep, 
He's the best coach in the league. <laughs> or they go really poorly as he starts out, and then he warms into the job, and they win. Actually, good the point. If they win, like, win the finals, if they if, if, they, the if they start like one and ten, and then they yeah. run the table and miss the finals by one game, that that might do it because that's yeah. how these votes work. People forget about the first half of the season all the time. Mitchell, what would you like to see? Okay. Walters leads Broncos Kevolution. <laughs> Evolution is very good. Kevolution Guys, is, I'm running with it. I said Evolution this in advance. Very good. I said, let's tell each other what our things are so that we can get on the same page. I thought, yep. well, I thought Dallas wasn't serious. The <laughs> <laughs> Broncos led Kevolution. Walters leads Brisbane Kevolution as Pangai named Lock of the Year. All right. That's, okay, that's good. That's good. Fine. How's he? Yeah, that's good. How's he going to do that when he plays six? Games? I was going to say well, this involves him not getting suspended at all. Yeah. No, there's probably going to be a suspension in there. Can you? I thought you were. No, I don't no, know. Eligible eligible if you get suspended for, for more than two weeks. Gets suspended. It's, it's two suspensions there. Oh, it's it? two suspensions or two weeks total. I, I, I don't know. That, again, that rule changes all the time it's as well. Fake, Remember, fake it changed. It changed for Cleary last year. And yeah. Dale, so wait, and with that, does that only rule you out of the Dalliam? I assume it would also rule you out of the position awards. So he's got to not get suspended, basically. I'm not sure. Who knows? It's Uh, Queensland. It's a long odds bet, but I like it. That's one of my predictions that Pangai starts at lock round one. Paddy Carrigan comes off the bench, and uh, he's been given a bit of a license to to do his thing, which it has gone good and bad in the past. But I think he had the wake up call he needed. Unhappy under Seabold, like they all were. I think he'll be trusted to offload, play a bit direct, but also throw the ball around a little. And I think uh, he'll be a key piece of the Broncos bounce back this year. I'm not going to say they're going to be a good side, but they'll be a better side. And I, and I yeah, I'm backing my boy in. And I think uh, I'm whilst I don't rate Kevin Walters as a coach. I've been pleasantly surprised with a lot of the decision-making at Brisbane in the last three months. And, and the word I'm hearing as well is that he's really entrusting his assistance in Terry Madison up there and uh, John Cartwright to take a heavy lifting load. And it was only going to work for Kevy if he did that kind of stuff, if he entrusted other people. He's brought old boys back in on Fridays and they're talking to the boys. Not a, not the world's best Broncos roster. I think a lot of people, the guys being happy and a bit more belief they'll have a better year. And I think Pangai particularly is true shock. But yep. Going down with your boy. I'm just so happy he's still there. <laughs> ah, fair enough. You got it's, it's good to have hope. Um, all right. I'll tell you what else I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to see uh, my boy Corey Allen establish himself as the Bulldogs number one and rack up at least ten try assists in the twenty twenty one season. That's that's a thousand Josh Dugans. <laughs> Actually, it's just ten. Isn't it? Only Dugans. ten. <laughs> it's a thousand percent of Josh Dugan. I, I like go. that. I we we as as you said, we discussed this previously. And the thing that I like about this is sometimes if you love something, you've got to let it go. And I think that the best thing for him would be if he goes to the Bulldogs and he flourishes. I, I would really, I would really like to see that because he Same. seems like he just needs he needs a go. He needs a chance. Yep. Um, and he get he got that chance, obviously playing for Souths later in the season, and he got that chance playing for Queensland. And I would, as you say, it'd be good to just see him kind of go and, f- and flourish at a new club. Sometimes players need a chance. Sometimes they need a, a change of location. Obviously, these two teams share a home ground, so that doesn't really count. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that he goes and he does well. I, I think he'll have a good season as well. It's just a strange roster that they seem to have hired, like, sorry, signed like 15 fullbacks. Yeah. Oh, guys, I want to play fullback. <laughs> uh, but I think he's in for a good year. And I think that Bulldogs, like, I. I like a lot of their signings. I'm like, don't love them all, but I think, yeah, Corey Allen, a bit of, you know, the year he had, Origin, 
good origin game. Have more confidence. Confidence has always seemed to be seeing it south. I think you're onto one there, Bunga. I think we're all agreeing a lot here, but I like, I don't like that. This I is don't weird. Like, I don't like it. Sorry. Dale, what else would you like to see? I want to see the team that comes eighth win the comp. Who is who's gonna finish eighth though? It's gotta be someone Broncos fun. are gonna get in by default. It, <laughs> someone's, okay. default. someone's default. getting stripped of points. Um or the play ins coming who in would mid-season. Be the, who would be the story? To to come eighth and win the comp, it's got to be you the who? So, it's, who? The Warriors. I hate that. I hate you. I hate the Warriors now. So this is Same. terrible. I hate it. Actually, <laughs> if, no, you'd said, if you'd said the West it, Tigers, no, you I'd be it, all in. I, actually, uh, it, either the Tigers or the Titans, because the Warriors we can't like. I, was I think say, the Titans have back, higher you know, expectations than eighth. Yeah, I think the, t- the, if Titans. the Titans. I think if the Titans don't finish higher than eighth, they'll look at the season as a failure. To be honest, I mean their club's a failure. So, well, that's true. But they've had some decent seasons in the past. But this is yeah. true. They did make a prelim. They did. Um, hmm. if if it was the West Tigers, I can get behind this because that'd be fun. Yeah, Maybe a little bit reminiscent of 05. I know they finished fourth then, but same sort of vibes where sort of plucky underdog winner and, a run. And, and they don't have remember- anyone to the level of Benji Marshall or yeah. Robert Farrar right now. But you know, and you remember back to 2017 when. Like the Cowboys went on that run, and obviously yeah. they got squashed by a very good Melbourne Storm team. Um, but like they went on the run, and they were everyone's team aside from the fourteen Melbourne fans. Yeah. Um, and yes, it was you know not necessarily one of the best grand finals that we've ever seen. It's actually like, probably they the were worst. The, they were a story, and they were a huge story, and it, like they were a feel good story, and that's what they were. You know, that's what exactly right, needs. mate. I agree with that. I'd love it if it was the Tigers, the Warriors though. Miss me with that, Mitch. What else would you like to see? This one isn't the biggest take, but I just want to see Magic Round actually happen. Yes. Okay. Good. Mainly because no. I bought tickets to it and I don't want to get a refund. Oh, can I air a grievance right now before you continue? Shoot. So we all bought Magic Round tickets last week, right? Uh, and then it, we, we all, we've got several friends who also bought groups of Magic Round tickets last week. So we all tried to endeavor to get our Magic Round tickets in the same place uh, so we could all you know see each other, th- throw beers at each other, etc. Fight in the fight in the concourse. Why not? Who knows? But the point is, you 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 go on and you buy tickets, and, and let's say, for for example, ours were in Bay three thirteen, and it says three thirteen on tickets. I click buy. I thought nothing of it because for Friday, for Saturday, and Sunday, the tickets I bought the the group of guys that I'm sitting with, our tickets are in three thirteen each of those three days. But I found out that you guys yep. and several other people we know had the same experience, except mm-hmm. your tickets for days two and three have just been randomly assigned to different bays, sometimes on different levels of the stadium. Yeah. How does this uh, happen? But, I mean, the good thing about that is I can throw my beer down. Because you, you. you'll be above me in 5.13. But how has this happened? Anakin, don't do it. I have the high ground. <laughs> exactly. Ridiculous. So it's obviously um, a Ticketek thing, not NRL thing, but God, it's Of just... course. It's a, such a punish. It's like, you've never been able. Fault, you've never personally. been able to pick your own seats on Ticketek. It's such a shit website. They charge yeah. you six dollars even to get a mobile ticket. They're a bunch of pricks. They do suck. My six. They do suck. And it's one, one of those things. That's all. That's all perception. Is like they do. They put their fees in. I never understand why they're not just rolled into the price. People will be far I've less never mad. got that either. I'd be less angry if the ticket Me was just six dollars more expensive. I feel like I'm getting ripped off by the six dollars. Yeah, exactly. We all do. It's it's ridiculous. But I just think Magic Ground. I think. Not only do I need it, many other people need it. I think the footy community needs it too. I think people have yeah. been hanging on for something. People had Christmas killed by go- people couldn't go away over Christmas or go anywhere. Palaszczuk ruined traveling to Brisbane for many. Uh, God, I hope that, you know, not one case of coronavirus happens three weeks beforehand. 
people might hang. She might get hung, Palaszczuk. She might get back. Talk about going back in time. Might go back a thousand years if she, if we uh, close the border for magic round. Because they storming, need storming the, the Queensland capital. But yeah, I think a lot of people need it. You know, not just me. It's, <laughs> it, it'll be the first time that I've been away since France in 2019. So like, it's it's just. Yeah, I'm just hoping that it goes ahead. And now, like, obviously, well, not obviously, but I, I, did I buy my tickets after a few cans? Maybe. That's not the point. But it will just be good to go away, to have a weekend away with mates, like not necessarily have the pressure of it being a mate's weekend, yeah. in inverted commas, but, you know, just go away to the uh, to the River City and, and enjoy some good footy and some uh, some good times. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. I, that's all I've ever wanted. All we want is good times. Yeah, and I'm uh, exactly, and it's like she said. I was spent my time before Anastasia got here. The the two years prior, also, I'd been to China like five times, Malaysia once. She'd come here four times, so I'd gone from tra- traveling, you know, every two three months or something happening like that. Every two, two I've been in my this one room, this tiny room you guys see for like. Yeah, hours a week, forever. <laughs> you know, and I know everyone. A lot of people have the same experience. So yeah, I think it might be a few people. Uh, I might have forgotten how to drink properly by then. Maybe I'll get you know fifteen year old drunk again. Who knows? Oh, I would like to see that happen. Yeah, but I believe I, in you. I don't know what your accommodations like, Dale. You didn't make a public announcement like like I me mean, Bunga did, but we're both very close to the stadium, Bunga. Yeah, too. that's. Uh, I don't know that's... if you want to say what your English people will then kind of be able to see where you are, Bunga. But we will. It'll be a Patreon house. special closer to yeah. the date. But um, we could yeah. have a Patreon service at this. Yeah, there could be. Actually, actually, that is a cracking idea. Let's let's put a pin in that one for May. Yeah, but uh, watch this space. We have spoken about trying to figure out podcasting up there too we'll work I don't it know. out we'll we'll work I, it out. I, I feel like it's one of those things where take gear up there and then and like, just not do it yes <laughs> <laughs> or get too drunk and have like nine people sitting around and it's gonna be terrible oh fun. yeah oh yeah Campo come and come and talk about the footy <laughs> yeah the Raiders <laughs> yes. hey, let's talk about fucking Tom <laughs> Leroy Lars about 17 guys <laughs> screaming up the milk yeah <laughs> in the background Don shut up you've got a child Look, our, our, our listener base is pretty pro Raiders that might rate yeah hmm. but then I don't know, didn't you kind of turn anti-Raiders by the end of it? Uh, I mean, he's yeah, into I'm, a lot of things I, in fairness. I'm over much more positive than both of you in day to day life. Thank you very much. But also, yes, I I did. But that's mainly because they drove me to it. And they suck. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> they did drive you to it. That was They, were, they gave you no choice. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to say? I'll uh, figure it out here. I would like to see teams make a mockery of the 40-meter field goal rule and take a shot every set. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know why. It hasn't been spoken about much, but I just don't know why a team wouldn't take that shot at the end of every set that was going to be a midfield bomb set. And I yeah. hope teams just do it because it's not exactly what we want to watch in rugby league. It's just not. We bragged about that not being part of our game for a long time. Field goals. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe we're going into a season with that bullshit rule, but what are you going to do? Hey. It was such a bad rule. The Super League turned it down. Even though we're like, you know what? This is the worst offer. Listen, we'll pay our players in pizza, but we're not doing this. We're not going to have two-point field goals. This, this is ridiculous. Is ridiculous. This is and a- also, their 40-meter line is like 13 meters out from the, from the goal line. So, Very good point, actually, playing in the football stadium. Just chip shot, mate. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks once again for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back uh, 
We're back soon. Uh, we've obviously got your questions and stuff to get to in the next show. Um, so you'll be obviously hearing our voice again very shortly. But until then, say goodbye, Dale. Bye, Dale. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me.